Hi, and welcome to the Words of Encouragement podcast, a podcast of love, hope, inspiration, and encouragement using the Word of God for people from all walks of life. And of course, I'm your host, Arlena. Welcome, welcome everyone, and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I pray that each and every one of you are in the best of health, best of strength, and most importantly, in the best of spirits. Boy, there's a whole lot that is going on out there. In this episode, what I will be sharing, which I'm sure everyone knows by now, you'll understand exactly what I am saying. We must really hold on to the Lord. And as always, before beginning, I'd like to start by giving all honor, all glory, and all praises to Father God Almighty, His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, because without them, I am nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Yes. And real quickly, I'd like to take some time out to just say thank you to each and every one of you for listening, whether you listen by hitting play or simply download or sharing, etc. I truly appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. Now, I'm not going to go into the temperature and what's in my cup because there ain't nothing in my cup right now. Um... I kind of just want to jump in. And by the way, this is an impromptu episode. But before beginning, I'd like to say I hope that each and every one of you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, And yes, of course, I am officially supposed to be on hiatus. However, I really felt the the need and the urge to jump in here and to bring this impromptu episode. And I actually was supposed to have done it like over a week ago, but unfortunately time did not permit it. So yeah, I'm bringing it now. Oh, I think there will also be another one. I'm not sure yet, but nevertheless, it going to be this one. So yes, the name and title of today's episode is Be careful who you call friend. Tragedy in Mexico. The Shanquilla Robinson story. This is episode number 109. And just in case you wanted to know what time it was. The date actually today is November 28th and the time is currently 9.30 p.m. 
and the temperature is 54 degrees. Okay, so let's kind of try to jump in here real quick. Um, I didn't have as much time as I would like to really um, get prepared for this episode because I kind of actually prepared for another one, which I don't know if I'm going to still do it. So I kind of was more working on that one. But um, after seeing everything that's going on with this, I'm like, yeah, I need to really, I think I need to say something. So, of course, for the past three weeks, we have been seeing the story about Shanquilla Robinson. And for those of you who might not know, because by the time I found out, I think it was like a week later, because yes, I don't have television or cable, and that's by choice. So a lot of my stuff I get from YouTube or Facebook. And actually, one of the channels that I'm subscribed to, by the way, in a new breed, he shared the story, and I'm like, so I went to look a little further about this. Like, what's what's the story about? And when I went to look further, then you start seeing all these different videos that people, you know, had been making that I knew nothing about. And it was just brutal. But anyway, Miss Shanquilla Robinson, along with six of her friends, took a trip to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico on October 28th. Now, the name of those six so-called friends, Dejanay Jackson, Nazir Wiggins, Winter Donovan, Khalil Cook, Elisa Hyatt, and Malik Dyer also known as the Cabo Six, who are currently on the run, or like someone nicknamed them the Six Six. Mm -hmm. Shanquilla was a 25-year-old businesswoman from Charlotte, North Carolina. She had a very successful business, according to reports, she did children's hair, so I think she kind of must have had a salon or something, but she also owned a clothing boutique. And from my understanding, this 25-year-old was worth around in the millions at 25 years of age. Okay. And they say she was very good at, you know, what she did. So she had a good clientele. So... Her, along with six of her friends, or her so-called friends, decided to take this trip to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, Mexico, where they rented a villa to celebrate, I think it was Nazir's birthday. But less than 24 hours, on the 29th, she turns up dead. Yeah. And of course, her friends returned back to the U.S. without Shanquilla. However, they did return with her luggage. Mm-hmm. Now, what kind of friends are those? 
that will leave you behind, but they're going to bring your luggage, dead or alive. I'm just saying. Y'all went together on a trip. One died, but you come back with her luggage and you leave her there. Wouldn't it have been appropriate if at least one or two stayed at least until a family member or someone could have gotten there? But anyway, that's besides the point right now. But anyway, they returned back with her luggage, Sans Shanquilla. And of course, what I got, because you got so many things going on out there. And actually, what I did not mention is that one of these people that she went on a trip with was considered as her best friend. Well, guess what? Your friends like that? Who needs enemies? So it's my understanding that it was her so-called best friend, which I think that's Khalil Cook, is who took her things back to her parents and told them that their daughter died of alcohol poisoning in Mexico. And if I'm not mistaken, he was not the only one that told her mother that I think it was also one of the young ladies, but for some reason they could not get their story straight. And of course, the mother did not believe them because what they did not know that been released. So based on this video that was released back in the U.S., unbeknownst to the 6-6, the 6-6, who actually thought that they had gotten away with what they had done did not know that Shanquilla's mother had ordered an autopsy to be done in Mexico on her daughter. And of course, the autopsy came back saying that she did not die from alcohol poisoning. Really? Instead, she died due to severe spinal cord injury. Hmm. But it gets even more interesting. And then, of course, after the truth was revealed via the autopsy, the devilish six or the sick six, the Cabo six, have not been seen or heard from since after the truth came out now prior to the results coming back I think they visited the mother a few times but after they got wind of this autopsy and the information started coming out I guess via the news they all in hiding at this point but just in case you didn't know what happened you were under a rock somewhere because I was under a rock I didn't find out until like a week later so just in case you was like me I said, okay, let me go see what this Shanquilla thing is. What you know, let me you know, so I just put in her name and boy, all these videos were coming up. And there was a couple of a clip of her getting beaten. 
Okay. So when I clicked on it, you know, YouTube going to give you a little warning. This is very graphic, blah, blah, blah. I said, graphic or not, I want to see what this is. Because you're hearing people talking about it, but I want to really see what, you know, I want to see what it is. And lo and behold, I clicked on it and I saw what it was. And in this video that is currently circulating on just about every social media platform you could think about from YouTube, Facebook, I don't do Twitter much, but I'm sure it's out there somewhere. I don't have TikTok, but I'm sure it's out there. But anyway, it's out there. And in this video, one of her so-called friends can be seen, beaten the heck out of her. And that's putting it nicely. And even kicking her while she's on the ground naked. Bad enough. But you know what's even worse? In this very same video, you can hear one of the two male, I said male, not men, male. Because that's their gender, but that don't make them men. And one of them was behind the phone, the camera. He was the cameraman. And it is said to have been the one that is so-called her best friend. Watching along with the other five. Because up to that point, there was one that had not yet arrived. He arrived the following day, which was... Nazir Wiggins. So he was not present in the room. He came after, which was the following day. And her so-called best friend, Mr. What's his name? Khalil Cook. Can be heard saying in the video, Quella, can you at least fight back? Mm-hmm. Instead of him intervening and stopping Dejeuner from beating or trampling this girl. And the girl that's, if, if you want to call her a girl, the person that's beating her, because it's a Christian podcast, I still got to try to, you know, keep it. Unfortunately, it's not Arlena Uncut, where I could just uncut as I would like to. The person that, one of the six six that was beaten, this girl, was like twice her size. And you could see she's kicking her. That at first there was a rumor going around saying that she's a man. Because the way she was fighting the girl, like she was a man. She, I mean, she looked like one and she was shaped like one. I'm sorry, I'm just going to be honest. Because if you can reach to that point, that, that's actually nice. Compared to what she has done, that's not a bad statement, at least not in my opinion. And you could see why everyone was confused because the way she was beating her. So they said it must have been a man, impossible. But no, actually it's said that indeed 
this person is a woman. She just looks like a man and is built like a man. Either way, she was way bigger than this girl and she was beaten. When I tell you beaten and kicking her while the two males, not men, were in the room along with two other females and no one intervened. The next thing we know, she's dead. It's being said that after that video that she was picked up by the neck and dropped on the floor. And that's what killed her initially. And the thing about it is, while her so-called best friend is behind the camera recording, you think he was recording for HBO or something, he acting like a cameraman. He had some skills. The same one that asked her, Quella, can you at least fight back? In the very same video, you can hear the victim being heard answering the so-called friend, cameraman, and bystander while saying no. And she just stayed there. Now, there can be many reasons why she didn't fight back. Number one, the girl was way bigger than her. And if the girl was beating her the way she was beating her, and they're standing by, and they're not even trying to intervene, at least to stop the bigger girl from beating her, at least to that extent, because I don't know what they were fighting about. I'm just going to be honest. If they're not intervening, she probably thought to herself, if I fight back, they'll probably beat me up even more. So I think it was either one or two things. They either drugged her or she could have been intoxicated. Or she figured, maybe if I just sit still, she'll stop beating me because there's nothing I can do. There's no one there to defend me. I can't fight against all these people. But just imagine being put in that position as a human being amongst people that were supposed to be your so-called friends with one of them being listed as best friend, but yet he's recording while this one is tearing you to pieces. Hmm. Yeah. There is so much that is going on around about this story. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I think it was last Saturday she was laid to rest finally. And up to this minute, no one has been arrested. All you can hear is Mexico has issued a, a, a warrant, but yep, we can't see no one on the news in handcuffs. And if the public did not cry out, Mexico had no intention of even doing anything. Not even America. Is when the outcry of the people, then the, the, the FBI decided to 
intervene. And then, of course, Mexico decided, okay, well, I better answer. Come to find out, it's another whole cover-up Mexico where this girl was beaten to death. I mean, come on, 25 years old. Five people in the room, not counting her. She would have made the sixth person. The next friend did not come until the other, the next day. So basically when the next friend got there, she was already dead probably. But of course, you know, he hit it. Maybe they were, he was afraid. I don't know. But whatever happened, it happened in the room with the five. But out of the five, there was one that released the video. And it wasn't Mr. Cook. It is said to be one of the other females, which is, I think, Miss Hyatt, is who released the video. And that's probably how her parents were able to see the video. Because if that video was never released, they would have gotten away with it. They would have really gotten away with it because they had it all planned out. And then there was a couple more videos that were released afterwards where she can be seen um, walking through the house. And this is something like I couldn't quite understand, but you know, the young folk do like my, like, like the elders used to say back home in the Caribbean, you know, the young people them do their things differently today. So, you know, um, she's walking through the house, um, calling them the bees because you know, I guess that's how they roll. You have to be real comfortable with somebody to refer to them like that. Um, that's what I would think. And you could hear her saying, it don't take that long to get naked. And I'm thinking to myself, why are you guys getting naked to begin with? Okay. If it maybe it was all girls, I said, okay, cause you don't know what, I don't know what they're doing, but there's two men present. So why are you guys comfortable with getting naked in front of each other? And it, it just, I, I don't even want to know what the rest is. But she left with the intentions to have fun, not knowing she was never going to make it back home. She left alive to have fun and she returned home in a body bag, dead. Okay. And it seemed like she was awakened out of her sleep where she was naked. She had no clothes. All she can be seen in the video. They were beating this girl. Well, not Dane, but Miss um, Jackson. Miss Dejanay Jackson was seen beating the pulp out of this girl. And this is what we see on video. So imagine what's not on video. The, the actual blow that killed her. And yet, no one has been arrested. Today is one month, 30 days. Since she left to go to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, for a birthday party. And from my understanding, they said she was the one that paid for the villa. It was like almost $5,000. I mean, Lord Jesus. I guess when you got it, that's how you do it. Not knowing she was going to her death. Young people are playing with their lives. Not just their lives, 
but also their souls. Especially when you see that time of the year, that's one of the most highest satanic times for the kingdom of darkness. That ain't the time to be going party, and that's the time you need to get on your knees and start seeking Jesus. But instead they want to party. And you know also, what is another strange coincidence about Mexico? She was the fourth tourist in the space, I think, of one month that went to Mexico that's dead. There was three others prior to her. She made number four. And all African-American. And no, this is not about color, but um, it's just the facts. It's, they're all African-American. So it makes you wonder, okay, what's going on in Mexico? So, and then there's also in that very same video, the one where she's walking around, the second video that was released with her entering upon a room where they're all huddled together. And you can see like they're, listen, I know you know what I'm talking about. Have you ever walked into a room? You haven't heard one word they said, but you just know, boy, they were, they, they were talking about you because you can feel it. And especially if you had that discerning spirit, you just know it. You just know it. You might not know what they said, but you definitely know you were the topic. And it definitely wasn't a good topic. You could feel the demonic energy that was coming from that room. She didn't even realize at that time that she wasn't going to be there for much longer. She didn't anticipate what was about to befall her. Hmm. Now, let me tell you, clearly, and the strangest things, the six, the sick six have been friends since like high school. There's some, anyway, they say they went to college, but honey, I don't think they went to college. Maybe one or two, maybe. They ain't went to no college. I'm sorry, they ain't went to no college. Mm-mm. Because some of the things that they were doing, they had much brain for, for going to college. And to be honest, in a way, it was good. It was filmed. Because if it was not filmed, they would have gotten away with it. I remember years ago, I happened to be in New York at that time and I was attending my former pastor's church. And while I was there, he was teaching on a subject. And he was telling us how the devil operates. The devil will egg you on to do certain things. And when he does, one, all he needs to do is get you to do it. That's all he needs you to do. And once you do it, he pulls back and he laughs while you get the consequences, whatever those consequences are. 
That's why you got to use wisdom. Now, I was looking at a video last night where a YouTuber, I think she's a lawyer. She was kind of breaking down certain things. She was actually breaking down certain posts that Shanquilla had made in the past, starting from since 2020 up until her death, where she was complaining about fake friends. And I can only imagine because with what she was worth, what she was making, you got to watch your back. And the strangest thing, she sometimes, you know, when God places you in a certain position, and I know it can be hard, especially when you grew up with people, you want to carry them with you wherever you go, but you can't. When God calls and, you know, I'm just speaking in general because it, it wasn't God that called them to where they were going. I'm just saying when you go up another notch, it's always good to reach back and help people if you can, but also know that it's God leading you to do so towards an individual. Because the very person that you might reach out and help because you think, oh, it's my road dog, it's my friend, blah, blah, blah. It's the same one will, will record you while, while they're killing you. And in her case, that's kind of like what happened. And she was getting a lot of this negative energy for a long time from friends. We don't know if it's the same six or other people. But I can understand as a 25-year-old young girl that you know, successful in her business. We're still human. You know, she, she was human and you don't need a ton of friends, but I'm sure, you know, she wanted to feel like she had a friend and she paid for the villa, not knowing that it would be her last, that the very villa she paid for her friends could stay in while celebrating one of the other friends birthday that they would turn on her and beat her who do, whichever ones would beat her. The others would stand around watching, egging on and recording or cover up after the fact. I remember something that God spoke to me through the Holy Spirit. I believe it was in 2000. Ooh, it's been so long now. I believe maybe 2013 or 14. And he said this to me. I know what it is to get burned by people. You know, especially when you got a good heart and you like to help people. But I've learned. Okay, I've learned. Um... The difference between myself and Shanquilla, number one, I was saved. And I did learn. And whether people know it or not, there's benefits to being a child of God. A whole lot of benefits. Because sometimes we do things we don't even know what we're doing sometimes because we haven't been taught or we haven't learned yet. And but that covering... 
helps us when we don't know that we have been marked by the enemy for destruction. It protects us. God protects us. Clearly, these people had to have been showing her some kind of difference at some point. You know, and maybe she didn't pick up on it. And then again, you never know because uh, she said Khalil was her best friend. I, I'm sure she never thought that Khalil would stand with the phone while she's, you know, the pulp is being kicked and beat, beaten out of her. But that's exactly what he did. But you see, when you are a child of the living God, a lot of times, sometimes we miss things because we are human. But what we miss, guess what? God don't miss. And what we miss, guess what? The Holy Spirit ain't going to miss either. And God will scatter people. That's why when people walk out and leave you, let them go. Especially if you didn't do any, if you've done something to them, well, now you need to accept, well, you did X, Y, and Z. Either you apologize and say you're sorry or whatever. But if you know you have not done anything to someone and they start switching up on you just like that, or better yet, you know, you got some of them folk, they'll talk to you with nobody looking. Oh, they're, oh, they're going to strike up a conversation from here to Timbuktu with you. But the moment they're around certain people, they ain't got nothing to say to you. Now, the first time when you see, you get that feeling you're like, hmm. But, you know, as people sometimes, especially as believers, we don't like to automatically just jump to say we, you know, you want to believe the worst. But you get that feeling. And that feeling is really the Lord speaking to you. That's the Lord speaking to you through the Holy Spirit trying to tell you there's something there. But sometimes we're like, you know, hmm, maybe it's just me. And I know sometimes I like to do that. Maybe it's just me. Sometimes it ain't you. Sometimes that maybe it's just me, you think, is actually God speaking to you through the Holy Spirit and trying to warn you about someone or a certain situation. But we ignore. That's why it's important to be in tune with the Master to know when He's speaking to you. Because sometimes it's not always going to be audible that you can hear through your ear. And sometimes you can hear it. But there's just a way you know when it's God speaking to you. And sometimes you got to quit saying, maybe it's just me. That's the first thing we like to say because, you know, people are quick to say, oh, you're funny. Oh, you're this. Sometimes that's God trying to speak to you. When you see people, I know, when you see people just acting funny towards you, you ain't do nothing to them. And especially, let me tell you something, if you are a believer, be around a group of people that are not saved. And especially, you can always tell if you've been trained and you got that spirit of discernment and you, you know, you, you close to the Lord, you can always tell when someone is involved with the opposite side. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. 
Because there, there are different forms of the opposite side. But either way, it's the opposite side. And it's the opposite side of the kingdom of God. And you can always tell. You can tell when it's just someone being insecure versus when it's someone. And sometimes, a lot of times, that's how they reveal themselves and they don't even realize it. And you're like, oh, okay, now I see what it is. Oh, I see wh- who it is or who it belongs to. I remember my former pastor would teach us. And this is a prayer to this day. I still pray. Father God, anybody pretending to be my friend, let them either say or do something to expose themselves. But the key is when they do, when the Lord allow them to do it, we still sitting there. Oh, let me give them a chance. I remember this was in, let me see, Lord, probably 2007. Yeah, 2017. And I was staying somewhere and the Lord was like, you need to go to the homeless shelter. Now I'm like, huh? <laughs> I got, I had a nice bed. I'm like, are you serious? But I was getting a lot of warfare. Okay. A lot of, um, you could feel that heaviness from one of these particular individuals. And I remember the Lord saying to me, he said, it's two of them now. He said, cause what I was getting from one was bad enough. And now you had two of them together teamed up on me. And he said to me, he said, there's nothing for you to get here. He said, I'm not going to bless you there. And when he said that to me, I know I wanted to be blessed. I was obedient. I took my two little duffel bags from the dollar store, then little canvas bags, and I packed whatever I could pack in those two bags. And I left some of my stuff there at my cousin's house. And I took the bus, I headed on to the homeless shelter. I ain't going into that story because we ain't got time for all that right now. You can go into further episodes. We got some old episodes where it goes into that story. And I remember saying, but Lord, sometimes she's nice. I remember saying that to him. And this is what he said to me. He said, not because sometimes she's nice. He said, when someone shows you who they are, he said, stop making excuses and believe them. Whatever they show you first, that's who they are. Do you hear me? Take heed when someone just starts acting a certain way. You don't know. Some people, I don't even know him. But you could feel the coldness. Like you could feel almost the hate, the hatred, the envy, the jealousy. You got to be careful. And I know sometimes... You know, we can get bent out of shape when someone dislikes us. But guess what? I'm glad when I can see that they dislike me. Because at least I know. (laughs) And they're the ones can't do anything to you because at least they're showing themselves. But what about the ones that are laughing with you that you don't know about? Those are the ones you got to look out for. The Khalil Cooks that call themselves your best friend that are right there with you. They're right there with you. Even unto death, recording while you're getting beat into everlasting. Listen, I grew up in the Caribbean where I saw a lot. I've experienced a lot as well. Now, I've given my story before where I've taken someone in with kindness on my 
from my heart. I'll be honest. I thought we were like sisters. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for God's hand on my sorry behind, I would have been taken out via witchcraft by the person I opened my door to in their time of need. And the person was a family member. Or, like you say, a relative. In other words, blood can't wash away. So I can't consider them family, but, you know, blood, you can't wash away blood. So they're related to a relative. And yes, it took a long time. But I got to the point where I did forgive her. It took a long time. I, listen, I, <laughs> oh, Lord. It took a long time, but I got there. And I thank God I got there. And what she, the devil used her for evil, God turned it around for my good. Because from ever since that time, which was since 2008, my eyes, that opened my eyes to people. Be careful with people. People, be careful. A couple of weeks ago, I was listening to um, one of my favorite podcasts. And he was interviewing a particular pastor that is a deliverance minister pastor. And he was talking about his neighbor and... And something to that effect. So I was listening to him. And he said the Lord told him X, Y, and Z. So I said, okay, maybe the one you were dealing with. So then the deliverance minister explained to him X, Y, and Z. If someone sends you something, you going to keep it or you going to send it back? You got to send it back. <laughs> Somebody said a curse, you, well, you going to keep it? You can't keep it. You got to return it back. It's their own stuff. Somebody send you a bomb, you going to keep it? No. And I listened to him talk. I said, well, well, well. So I went up under the deliverance pastor's channel. And I was, I made a comment there. I said, I heard your episode. I said, exactly what you said is correct. You see, the little stuff that they or he probably was dealing with, that must that was probably the highest thing he had to mess with. But let me tell you where I grew up. Let me tell you something. If you waiting for one of them to come to repentance, <laughs> you better, listen, you better think again. You know when they're going to come? When they're on their deathbed. Because that's the mentality. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you because I know. You hear enough time. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Just make sure before you die, you just, you just um, repent of your sins. That's their mentality. So that means that they want to go around destroying people using witchcraft or whatever. They're going to do it until they get to their deathbed. So imagine if they live a long life. Just imagine the amount of people they have taken out and will take out. And you waiting for them to, you there praying. Excuse me, oh Lord. You there praying. <laughs> mm-hmm. You better call God to intercede <laughs> and do some spiritual warfare praying because if not, you're going to be chopped liver. Okay? 
You're going to be chopped liver. And I said, you know what? The little stuff that they see here, honey, in no way, form, or fashion, can it ever compare to the witchcraft in the Caribbean, Haiti, in those different places. I'm telling you. And one thing I will tell you, they, the witches, wizards, and warlocks, and sorcerers, they don't reveal themselves. Okay? So unless you train to know, or the Holy Spirit, you can hear good enough of the Holy Spirit, tell, uh, watch yourself there, because X, Y, and Z, you be chopped liver. By the time you figure it out, guess what? You six feet under. You're gone to the next dimension. Hopefully, hopefully you make it to the Lord. I was listening to, I think it was last night or the night before. Um, it's called Two Strong Podcasts. And they were talking about this same issue. And, you know, they said something, you know, which is true. And a lot of times people do not like to hear the truth, but listen, you got to hear the truth. We are in an hour right now. This ain't time. This is not time for sugarcoating movement. This is not time for the sugarcoated gospel movement. This is time for the truth. When John the Baptist was here, he was the forerunner for Christ. Okay. He came first to clear the way so that when Christ come, Okay. And that's why God created him. What was John's message? Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. Oh my goodness. It's in the Bible. Now I can understand the world confused, but how is it you were you calling yourself a, a believer? You don't understand that part. I don't understand. And that's why you have many people that are sharing the gospel out there so that to try to pull you back so that things like this does not happen. This young lady is 25 years old, beaten to death, naked. And on top of all of that, the Mexican, um, I think it's the, some part of some, the Mexican police, as well as the, the medical um, people in, in Mexico and in, in the villa, whoever owned the villa, they cover, they covered it up. Everything is coming out now. Are you serious? But you see, God is such a good God. Because boy, let me tell you something. Good thing they ain't had much of a brain that they were recording. Sometimes it is good to record. Because had they not recorded, they would have gotten away with it. No one would have known. But sometimes what you think you have gotten away with will end up haunting you for the rest of your life. And even though what they have done is heinous, despicable, if one day they truly choose to repent and to ask God to forgive them, and to accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior? He will. But until then, they need to go to jail. Justice needs to be served. 
people be careful with people. When people are showing you who they are, be careful. If you, I started paying real close attention to folk. I'm a person, let me tell you something. I support people. I really do. I support friends, family members, but notice good. When it's your turn, you ain't seen them supporting you, but you see them supporting others. I clap for them when they accomplish, but when it's your turn, they're silent. All these are signs. They like you as long as you can stay at the bottom of the pit. The moment God raises you to their level or higher, you're going to see the real them come out. Be careful with people. You know what my grandma used to say? I'm going to, I kept promising that I'm going to do a series on that. Three things that she taught me while growing up. I would always hear her say, because I was raised by my grandmother, my father's mother. Something that my grandmother used to say while I was growing up is, not everybody who laughs with you is your friend. In other words, not everyone that grins with you is your friend. You know, there's a song out there um, called Smiling Faces. I forgot what the name of the group is. Smiling Faces. <laughs> okay. And that she would always say that. Be careful with people. Be careful. From the time I landed in St. Martin at the age of eight, nine, I would always hear my grandmother saying that. My grandmother died in 2006. I don't even remember what age I was at that point. But anyway, and she would, and she, she's been dead for the past 16 years. And I could still hear that voice telling me, saying, when you meet people, be careful with people. She ain't went to college, but she had a lot of wisdom. Be careful with people. Another thing she used to tell us, don't keep people play as hot. In other words, don't be going by people all the time. Another thing, the last thing, well, there was two more. The, the third was, what you don't got, do it out. In other words, don't go beg nobody for nothing. You know, like you, sometimes you look at television and you see folk here in America, they go borrow sugar from somebody. No, don't go beg for nothing. No sugar, nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. What you don't have, do it out. Don't, don't go and borrow. Don't, teach, don't steal, not borrow. Do it out. That was her mentality. And that's why when I was going through my little bar, I did without. I would make a soap or whatever it be. I used to sell soaps and body products. And I would go out and sell. Now, I did have a few people. I would ask for a little something. And they would really help me. But it was very few number. Okay? You, you, you can't. You have to be careful. She would always say, be careful with people. I, my grandma used to give enough stories of her time going, um, growing up as a young woman. She used to give lots of examples. If I was to sit here, because it seems like people like the, the tales from the this and the tales from the that episode. Man, if I was to come out with a, some tales of this and tales of that, I'd be the, the highest numbered um, podcast out there. I'm telling you, she used to tell us a lot of stories and give us examples of some of the things so that you know what she was talking about. Well, at least for me, because she raised me. And I used to love listening to her stories. You know, um, I used to love listening to her tell us, you know, these things, uh, you know, to be careful. So by the grace of God, I had wisdom. You know, I, I didn't know everything, but, you know, certain things, you know, and you'd hear the Holy Spirit, grandmother come in the voice of the Holy Spirit. 
Don't get people players hot. Be careful with people. And the last thing she would just keep your legs closed. I think you could figure out what that means. You know, back in my days growing up, I need to say how well I am, but in hell, you know, when we would go out, if five of us going out, when we go home, five of us going home, not one going off and, and, and going out with a fella. No, 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 none of that here. We come together, we going home together. When you get home, if you want to go with him afterward, that's your problem, you know? But that's how it was growing up back then. And yeah, I used to party. And when I say party, no, I wasn't smoking and do it, but I used to like dance. I used to, you know, I used to go a lot of um, clubbing back in the day. I'm, I'm just going to be honest, you know, but that's a long, 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 long time ago. But we would go, we enjoy ourselves. But when it's time to go home, we, if, listen, if 10 of us come, 10 of us going back home. Not no fella saying, no, he, he going to drop me. No, 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 no drop your home business. You come with us, you're going with us. That's how it used to be. It was different. It was totally different. And if we go in a group as girls, I mean, some fellas, they come to talk to you and they buy a little drink and whatnot. But that's as far as that go. Uh, I, that's as far as that would go. Um, I'm telling you. So much as for all of us to go in a room, say we rent in a room and we all naked men and women. Are you crazy? It's just straight. This generation is completely different. Completely different. You know, you have to get to a point where you have to develop, you have to develop common sense, but common sense is one thing, but honey, you need godly discernment. And the only way to get godly discernment, you got to get it through Christ. You have to get it through Jesus Christ. You understand the first thing you got to start by accepting him as your personal Lord and savior and walk that walk. Yeah. There are times you're going to trip. But when you trip, you get yourself up, dust yourself off, repent and keep going until you can get it to where you need to get it. Because all of us are a work in progress. I can't say we all got it together. Mm -mm. You know, sometimes people provoke you. It's like, I'm telling you, sometimes you got people that really provoke you. Eh? And if, if you don't, you know, sometimes if I don't catch myself, I might end up putting hands on the, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. But I have to think like, number one, that's not representing Christ. And I have to think, just imagine X, Y, and Z can happen. And you just leave it and you, you take it to the Lord. I mean, we all have been in a, I'm sure in, in a position where you're dealing with folk that ain't no joke. But you still have to use wisdom. You have to use godly wisdom. You have to use godly wisdom. People act in a certain way towards you. I'm not going to um, eat and break bread with you. I look like I'm crazy. Like I remember that there was this place I used to work for when I was living in Charlotte. They treat you like a dog. I'm, I'm just going to be, I'm not going to call the name of the company. But they treat you just like a dog. And then all of a sudden when um, Christmas and, and Thanksgiving, they want to have a spread for you. Come and eat. I said, no, I don't. I'm good. Are you crazy? You want to treat me like a, a, a pig? Like, like an animal 364 days of the year and then now because or oh, 363 days and then for Thanksgiving you want to get me a plate of food no 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 that's not how it works mm -mm. especially if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do no now that doesn't mean I gotta hate people now I'm not saying that 
Sometimes you just have to learn to forgive people, but you got to also learn to sometimes leave them and love them from afar. And that's what people need to understand. And I remember because, you know, the devil always likes to use this thing as, oh, you didn't really forgive her because look, you ain't going close to her. You ain't talking with her. If she asked my question, answer, <laughs> you know, and the truth, the person that did what she did to me, I have nothing against her. I'm telling you the truth. It took a long time to get here, but I'm here. And I thank God because I know when the time comes, she going to answer. And when, and when the time comes for the answer, guess what? I myself going to feel for her. I'm telling you, you know, because I know the Lord don't play. But you got to learn. I forgive. But you got to learn to love the person from afar. You have to learn. Because what, and this is something that the Lord always used to tell me. Use wisdom. And my pastors used to always say that. Even to this day, I still use wisdom. I, I, I always keep hearing that. And sometimes when I'm talking to people, I got use, I'm telling them the same thing. Use wisdom. You have to use wisdom. We are sheep out there amongst wolves. And trust me, they will eat you alive if you do not have common sense, much less godly discernment. Is you who they looking for? Is you sell the enemy guy he eye on because he know you got no common sense. No common sense. And I couldn't help but, you know, think about my Max. No common sense. Looks, but no common sense. Gone before your time. We all go through something, but Lord Jesus, you gotta learn. You have to learn. You got to learn, especially when you see your friends or your family members or relatives, whatever you want to call them, want to keep you in a certain position. You need to move beyond. There's a lot of people I had to leave them behind. It doesn't mean I don't love them. I might not like your lifestyle, but I still love them as a person. And I pray that one day they can come to Christ, but that's not my decision. That's for them to make. But I keep my distance just as God told me to do. Because you know what? They operate in a whole different kingdom. And as we all know, it's darkness against light. What do you think? They're going to they're gonna smooth you down? Yeah, they're going to smooth you down so they could, and, 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 and so they could get the upper hand. Then you know they're going to strike for the kill. You have to use wisdom. Especially when someone is involved in these types of things. They're under the hand and the thumb of None other than their master, Satan, willingly or unwillingly. And who you think he going to use is them. And who you think he going to use them against you. And if you ain't got no discernment, who you think he, you or I, if I ain't got no discernment, everywhere you go, listen, before you leave your house, pray, cover yourself in the blood of Jesus every day. When you see people getting close to you, Father, reveal who this person is in the name of Jesus. You could pray, you, you could pray right here with a smile. Nobody even know you pray. You pray in the spirit. Father, who's this person? I'm, I'm dead serious. You have to be careful with people. You gotta be careful. Once upon a time, boy, you could have you could have really like looked and tell people, not today. 
Not today. They becoming more slick. Not today. Not today. This is a young lady that has lost her life so tragically. You know, at such a young age. I don't even want to go into afterlife issue. But when we leave from here, you know, we going somewhere, right? This ain't, not because we gone from here, I mean, this is the end of it. This is just the end of it up here. But once you leave here, you go in somewhere. You know? You can't live life like there's no tomorrow. We all was young, you know, but after you start getting to a certain level, you need to start, you got to wake up. And the problem was she, she didn't wake up. She didn't have, she didn't, she didn't use, she didn't use her common sense. And it's sad, but it is true. And, um, one of the guys from too strong, he made a, a comment. Well, he did in, in, oh Lord, they, they were all, they were all over him. And what he said was the truth. It's important that women start teaching their daughters to be virtuous women. Instead of, go on social media. About 90% of the videos is people taking pictures of their either twerking or the butt shot. I mean, like, oh my God. Listen, I'm glad I'm single because I don't think... Uh, my, I don't know how my husband would have been able to have to, I mean, how, how, how would even be willing to stay um, faithful? How could he with all this thing in front of him? I mean, seriously. Seriously, seriously, seriously. Be careful with people. Listen, Judas walked with Jesus three years ate with him, dipped his hand in the same bowl, and yet he sold him out to 30 pieces of silver. Mm-hmm. And then go ask, Master, is it I? Yes, it's you. <laughs> and they're always the ones, oh, me? Yes, you. Pay attention to people's attitude. And you know, some people do have mental illness. One day they're, one day they're up, the next minute they're down. And you know, sometimes you have to be you know, compassionate. But when you see it become a lifestyle, like every minute this is, I'm like, listen, just cut that. Because that's clearly an unclean spirit. Wish them well, pray for them, and just let it be. If you don't have to say something to the person, just leave the person be. Let the person be. And Satan is always the one, you ain't forgive because you ain't talking to me. Listen, <laughs> you still walking, right? Okay, so obviously I've forgiven you. Okay? That's just his way of trying to make you feel guilty. And many times the Lord has to do not go back. I'm telling you, keep your distance. You have to, in this hour, you have to use wisdom. You got to use spirit. You got to use the spirit of God, wisdom, knowledge, understanding. It's important. And the only way for you to get those things is through Christ Jesus. Because when you accept him, the Holy Spirit come into you. And what you miss, guess what? The Holy Spirit ain't going to miss. Because many times, sometimes I don't even catch things. And the Holy Spirit like, wake up, look there, look there. And then I look like, I'm not paying attention. But he will remind me, look, look. And when I look, I'm like, okay, I, done, I see. I see immediately. 
But had he not brought it to my attention, I'd probably be still in la-la land. Because you don't want to automatically just start thinking all kinds of craziness about somebody. But when he see that is something detrimental and I'm missing it, oh no, he gonna, he, he gonna knock me in. Listen, look, look, look. And immediately I'll see it. I'll see it. I'll see it. You, you got to be able to like test the spirits. The Bible tells us, test the spirits. Not just when it comes to the faith. Test the spirit and everything. Friendship, everything. A single woman, a man approaching you, test them spirits. Okay? Business part, test the spirits. Friends, test the spirits. You going to apply for a job? Pray first. Father, when you go, check out that atmosphere in the spirit. Pray. Cover yourself. Be careful. A lot of people into all kinds of dark activities. And they're just looking for a body. Okay? It's important. She left her home to go on a trip to have fun. Not knowing it was going to be her last. Not knowing she was going to, you know, it's one thing if she had a, went on a trip and she did get alcohol poison. That's different. Not knowing she left the trip to go have fun with these people. And these are the same people that would beat the crap out of her. Excuse my French. And actually videotape and look at it and not even help her. Just imagine. Oh my God. Sometimes when I think I just get shivers. My God. We are surrounded by wolves. May God cover us. May God help us. May God protect us. Apply the blood of Jesus to you. Even the wrong family members, it don't matter. Satan use anybody. If you could have used one, if you could have used Judas, who's 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 anybody else for him not to use? Hmm? And it's always the ones closest to you he gonna use. So these are the ones you gotta watch. Yeah, don't worry about the person out there that hates you. At least you can you know that person hates you. At least you know. And sometimes you and then later on when they get to know you, that same person end up becoming some of the best of friends. But it's the one that secretly envies you, secretly hates you, secretly wish you evil. Do you know a lot of people back home face so many problems? And do you know why sometimes? Because of household wickedness. If you don't know what that is, go and look it up. Do some research. Okay? Oftentimes, the root of your problem is those close to you. Those are the closest to you. The, that friend that always there to, you, when you think she always there to, 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 to listen to you when you got to talk, that's the same one going to the Obia man at night to, to keep your backside tight. Mm-hmm. When you can't have kids and you're going there crying to her, she's the same one going to the Obia man to keep your, your behind tight that you can't have no kids. She's the same one wishing for your husband. She's the same one wishing for your business to fail. But she right there next, but you're like, no, impossible. She'd have helped me with my, yeah, mm-hmm. help me all right. She helped me in one way. And the day she helped you there and the night she helped you somewhere else. Okay. These things is nothing foreign to us. 
Caribbean, this is rampant. So these are things that we know. But no, everything we ain't gonna share. But we know. We ain't stupid. And no, I'm not calling you stupid. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. When certain people think like, okay, they could pull up a fast one. It's not going to bypass us so easily. Especially when it comes to Africans, Caribbean people, and people of Hispanic descent. We know about these things. We know. So when a lot of people in this country is oblivious, nah, that's a conspiracy. Mm -hmm. Until it knocks at your door. And by then it's too late. It's too late. People, let us truly be careful. Let us shelter under the Most High God. It is so important because if we don't, you will be taken out before your time. And that's exactly what the enemy wants to do. And one of the worst things is to be able to go from, you know, to leave before your time and you even had time to do nothing for the Lord. But then again, like I was speaking to someone a couple of weeks ago, better to be a nobody in heaven under the table eating the crumbs than to be in the opposite direction. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But for those maybe who go to the fancy churches where they don't preach hell, listen, hell is real. Hell is real. Now, it's not my duty to see where she went because I don't know. But I know this much. It's sad what happened to her at such a young age and so brutally. And to know that you got people at that around her age bracket that could think to be doing stuff like that. Oh, my goodness. Dangerous. 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 It clearly spells satanic pact. Yeah, it has the enemy's signature all over it, but yeah, so basically that is it for this episode at this point. I've said as much as I could have said, I'm sure tomorrow I'm, I'm going to remember, oh, I should have said this, but for right now, this is all I can say. I can't say anything more else. Let us focus on the Lord and I didn't say you, I said us. That includes myself. Because all the enemies waiting for that little opportunity for us to come up under covering, from out of covering, for him to strike. And those that don't have no type of covering, forget it. They just, it's, it's hunting season. And it's really sad. So on this note, I thank you for joining me on this imp impromptu episode and be blessed, okay? Be blessed and be safe and be wise. Use wisdom. Oh, I just remembered. I forgot to share what God had shared with me in 2000. I believe it's either 13 or 14. I think it was 14. And he said to me, because... I was having a hard time understanding this forgiveness thing. So I'm like, does that mean I got to go back and be for And the Lord showed me, he said, no. And he gave me the example of David 
and King Saul. How many times did David forgive King Saul? I can't count. But each time he forgave him, and the Lord said to me, but he said, do you read anywhere where David and him ever went back together? No. The only time they came back together was when Saul died, and David sent his men to get the body to give him and Jonathan a proper burial. And of course, David ended up taking care of Jonathan's son, Mephibosheth. But the Lord showed me he, he always forgave, but he never went back. Had he went back, we wouldn't know who was King David. He'd be dead. Saul would have killed him. We have to use wisdom. Somebody trying to kill you, you got to stay away. Whether it's physically or spiritually, stay away. Forgive. It ain't going to come that easy, but you ask God to help you. And you forgive and release the person so God could go do what he got to do with the person. You pray that they come to Christ, but that's not your decision to make. That's for them to make. You understand? And you keep your distance. And this is what the Lord said to me. He said, Arlena, you need to know the difference between a friend and an acquaintance. He said, know the difference. Well, this is how he started first. He started with fives. I, I don't know why he I don't know why he gave me the, 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 the fives. Don't ask me. He said, Arlena, you need to know the difference between giving someone five minutes versus five hours. Five hours versus five days. Five days versus five weeks. And five weeks versus five months. And he said, you got to know the difference between five years and a lifetime. Sometime your friendship with that person should have ended five years ago. But it's 30 years later, you still with the same person. But it was supposed to end. He said, in other words, you need to know the difference. Someone that just needs to be there for five years, five years is five years. Don't give them 30 years when it's only supposed to be five. And then the person that's supposed to get 30, you're only giving them five. Know the difference. And then when he was finished telling me that, he said to me, he said, know the difference between a friend and an acquaintance. Okay? And he said, know the difference between a relative and family. A relative is just somebody that's related to you because you can't wash away blood. How many of us don't know family members that have, boy, if they can kill us, they'll kill us. Let's just be real. But physically or spiritually, they will do it. Oh, yeah. And then he said to me, Last thing he said to me, he said, know the difference between a sheep and a wolf. And I never forgot it. It was something to that order. I have an episode where it's more fresh in my mind. I'll probably tag it if I could remember in the description box where you can go and listen to it. He started with fives and then he ended with that. And I was like, know how to categorize people. Stop calling acquaintances friends. People who just acquaintances. Friends. 
Okay, and stop calling frenemies friends. They're your enemies. Know the difference. You know, like sometimes we hold on to family member because, you know, you, you want to love your family, but sometimes you got to love them from a distance. If they don't mean you well, if they don't wish you well, if they can't help you when you're in need, if they can't give you a glass of water at your lowest, what kind of family is that? That's just a relative. A stranger comes and they feed you. That's your family. And if you're part of the body of Christ, that's your family. <laughs> know the difference. Don't mean you hate them, but you got to know the difference. The same thing when God called Abraham. He tell him to leave the, the place of his birth, the, um, the, the, his father's household and go. I'll show you a place, he said, where I'll make it descendants as numerous as the stars. But guess who you bring? Lot. I, that used to be me. I always got to bring, bring somebody. But I learned not to anymore. Because I notice every time I bring the person, that's the same person that sticks you. He brought Lot. Next thing, confusion. They had to go their separate ways eventually. Sometimes you have to let people go. Sometimes you can only carry someone so long. And you got to, you know, move on. And especially if God is leading you somewhere. We can't take everybody with us. So be strong, be safe, and be blessed. See you in the next episode. I don't know when that's going to be. It could be next week. It could be tomorrow. Who knows? But either way, um, season five will be kicking off somewhere in December or maybe even January. Who knows? But either way, you stay safe. And be blessed.